Los Nachos Amigos, and welcome to Halijuku, a podcast about East Asian pop culture from a couple of guys from the East Coast of the U.S. A fun, fun podcast for the whole family. Not really. Not really. Uh, I'm Peter Rave, your guy over here on, on the left. Here with me is my tag team partner, my partner in crime, my right-hand man until my left-hand side. Brandon, Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. Kaz. Not Cranon Cooper. That's your evil twin. Uh, well, evil or twin. Uh, how you doing, Kaz? I'm good. Uh, Just chilling here. We're, we're hanging out. We're, talk, we're, we're, we're hanging out. We, we're going to talk about East Asian pop culture. It's a little late, yeah. but we're, good. We're, we're, we're rocking and rolling. Uh, first we'll talk about what's new, what's caught our attention. Uh, and we, we almost have to talk about this. We don't have to, but we feel, but I, I wanted to talk about it because it's funny. Uh, we, before we get into our individual ones, we have to kind of acknowledge the, the, the big one, the big viral, uh, hit now the the, the new remix, uh, RM featured on a remix of old town road. And that's fascinating. Well, it's just, it's just, it's just a fun moment. Uh, it's inevitable, you know, I guess, or, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's interesting in, in, in some capacity. What, what was your reaction to, to seeing this pop up? Um, this is the laziest version of that, that they could have done. <laughs> yeah, this this is, it, 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 it seemed like, all right, let's get something out that, because it would be fun to, to to do, but no. So 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 I I will paint I will paint the picture for you, right? Um, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a lot of names and 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 there's gonna be a lot of weird math. So like a couple of years ago, um, a couple of years ago, uh, a a very prominent like motivational hype hype internet hype man. Gary V started hitting this this preach of a hip hop artist should do a collaboration with a country artist um because that'll blow the fuck up um like like that'll just blow the fuck up it'll 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 change the world um and and Gary Vee and his his kind of infiniteness in being right about music was right about that. So Little Nas X didn't initially do a song with a country artist. He did a country style rap song that then gained life by having a country artist co-sign it. Yeah. Um uh and and that skyrocketed this kid. And then he's he's now carried himself less on his music and more on his persona um and and who he is on twitter and instagram and things like that and as we have been talking about on this show and other people and once again gary v uh being one of those people being like yo somebody should do uh, a hip-hop track with a with a korean artist which i've i've looked at my screen and been like are you not paying attention? Motherfucker's been trying to do this for the last four years. Like, yo, shout, shout um, out to Kanye West and a girl. 
Shout out, no. shout out to fucking Flowrider who did a song with fucking, uh, with with fucking G-Dragon. goddamn G Dragon years ago. Like this shit is this shit has been on. As it an just, answer it just to plagiarism controversy. <laughs> just yeah, it just it hasn't hit. It hasn't hit genuineness yet, right? It hasn't been a hip hop artist who's actually interested in the Korean music scene seeking out a Korean artist to do a song with, right? It hasn't Is hit it that on pitch. a big level. On a, on a big level. I mean, like, um, you can talk about, like, DJ Supreme collaborating with Dynamic Duo, but this, you know, it's just a hip-hop collaboration, or, like, yeah. there's been other I, actually, ones, or, like, Joey Badass and Tablo, but, but like, yeah, but that, they, those, are, those make sense Even, just because those are just hip-hop artists working with hip-hop artists. The, the Steve Aoki with BTS and the Steve Aoki with monster x seems more genuine than this does um this is literally two labels making a handshake and and thinking that this virality is going to continue which it which i think i think in a in a weird sense it will i think um old town road has kind of given itself a really a relatively good shelf life because of the quality of a person that little nas x is um but as as far as a tangible thing this is very forgettable this is very lazy on on both ends and i just i i care but i don't care in in the best ways possible on both ends yeah. Like I care because it still holds some significance because like I said the the level of virality that this has behind the fact of the type of person that little Nas X is can carry into even more good karma for BTS because they are also very quality good people um and I I I think people who are into little Nas X for that aspect for him being a very outspoken funny like a genuine person they'll they'll look at at rap monster to begin with and be like well who's that and then they'll dive into that and either they'll they'll find bts through their personality or they'll enjoy the music and then that levels and then bts somehow gains more levels even though they've already hit an end game level content yeah and now we're just (laughs) the developers are trying man there's they just they you know this is the post end game yeah. content, yeah. This is uh, with DLC and the 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 high level raids, uh, raise that level cap, uh, world level three or something like. That. I don't know. <laughs> what is that? that's what they call it in Division Two? Uh, all I know about Division Two, all I know about Division Two is what Vincent Caravella says on the Giant Beastcast on GiantBomb.com because yeah. he says that every freaking week uh, about what he's doing there. But uh, but. I, I don't want to step on this. What? Are, what? Are, how do you feel about this? I think I think it's it's a fun aside thing. I I think like you said, it's forgettable in the moment. It, you can it, it's enjoyable, but yeah, it's it's an, another remix of Old Town Road. Like, it's like, uh, and like it's a fun song. You know, uh, if like I would say. If if this like 
of the, if I had any versions of Old Town Road in like my my shuffles and uh, uh, Spotify, <laughs> uh, if this came up, it wouldn't. It would just be oh, this is this would be my playthrough, my play of Old Town Road. It's just this particular yeah. tri- version of it. But this counts. This all counts as just yeah. the one song. It's not in particular <laughs> like a particularly unique, distinct thing of like oh, this is necessary. But that's all right. You, you know a weird thing I've I've been doing uh because I've been I've been going to the gym a lot more. Uh and I, I'm a, I'm a music when I lift kind of kind of guy. Um I've been doing this weird flip back and forth between like letting YouTube and I I, I need to get back into like either like Spotify or or Pandora or something just that can do this better, but I'll I'll either start with like a BTS track and then just let it play like random K-pop from there. Yeah. Or, and then like at some point I then switch between the Spider-Man soundtrack and then I just kind of <laughs> switch back and forth. Yes. Spider-Verse. Now, now, not, not, not like the, the other Marvel Spider-Man movies or the Marvel Spider-Man movies. No, the Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. That yeah. is, I, I finally saw that the other day and that, 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 that soundtrack is dope. Like that sounds like it's, it's fire as hell. Uh, but speaking of fire, tracks, also I uh, well before we get in the tracks, I went to I went to New York. I, I didn't go to Koreatown this time, nah. which would give more gusto to to the things we're talking about. But I did go to um, Chinatown and I bought a bunch of snacks, which are already devoured. <laughs> um, but I, I definitely am going to go back because there's a lot of uh, like. Even in the Asian markets here, um, like stuff that we've talked about buying to to try recipes for uh, yeah. of of foods that that you know we want to get is there's a lot of that shit there. Yeah. Uh, at the Chinese markets in Chinatown, so like I'm definitely gonna go back and do a shopping haul. Like I, I I had to Good. fight myself to just straight not buy some fish because they had some yeah. cheap fish, and I was like, <laughs> I gotta ride the bus yeah. back. Yeah. With, with this fish. fish in my bag, <laughs> so I ride the bus back to Baltimore with fish, like smelling yeah, like fish, with a, uh, a live ass fish in my bag. <laughs> get your gochujang on. Get those. Get those. Uh, get some ingredients. Get your fucking jajang and your gochujang. Yeah, man, they have like good, like nice looking, like dried ingredients, like dried yeah. octopus and a bunch of paste and all that stuff, and then anchovies that I was thinking about buying to make soups with. Like, uh, I'm, so. I'm, I've been, I've been on a cooking tip lately and, uh, and I've been doing different stuff like, uh, like cooking recipes from like Bon Appetit on YouTube and stuff like that. Or, mm-hmm. or like also the, got a bunch of these nice. <laughs> so little gummy candies. These ones are cranberry gummies. I bought, um, lychee, some yuzu, which is just lemon, just an Asian yeah. lemon, um, and ramune flavored gummies. Yes. If if you have not had ramune flavored gummies, get on that. Yeah. Uh, but I've been cooking random stuff in like the the Publix, you know, the, our, our local supermarket, yeah. our Florida supermarket has like they have recipes that, like you can like these sheets with recipes and stuff like that. But I've I've been wanting to do more like Asian stuff. Like I want to finally maybe make some jajangmyeon. Uh, the key thing is finding something that I could maybe feed the family. So probably something like bibimbap or something like that. Uh, because that's gonna be like I'm gonna be able to make for the family. 
Yeah, just hit that. Just hit that easy ass, tasty recording. Just put a fucking camera above you and fucking slow down the speed just a little bit. Yeah, (laughs) and just record yourself making it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, gotta make some good. good, I gotta. I'm been. I've been craving some of that stuff. Uh, (laughs) I gotta find a good Korean place. Uh, There is a good crew. Decent Korean place in my head. Uh, that being said, uh, let's talk about new music. Uh, Kaz, what, what, what's caught your attention since we last? I uh, not much uh, this week, but I got a song from a Davi. I think it's Davi. Davi, um, or like, yeah. Korean yeah. is Dabi, so like Davi makes sense. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's called "Nothing Without You." The thing that caught my attention about this track is his vocals are really, really amazing. Um, I really, really like this kid's voice. It is is super good. And I think we might have had a track from him before, like a, a long while ago. Um, uh, I'd have sense. to look back at our, our notes. Um, but he definitely, definitely has some really strong vocals. So, so if you out there are uh, more familiar with this artist, definitely uh, hit me up. Give me some of his tracks and let me know what's up. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a strong track, like uh, music wise. It, it's a nice. Well, I would say strong in its vocals. I think it, it's yeah. a good arm. It's just a good solid, like, uh, cool R and B track or like cool like R and B ballad track kind of but like with a with a kind of nice tempo to it um and, and it, i think it works well i think it's 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 it works for what's what's going on now music wise and what's succeeding but without being like but without being too of a, a you know snooze fest uh yeah. which i think it's fine it has a nice like underlying beat and but it's still like you know it's still very much about like it's still this would still play at the at the cafe like this would still work well at the cafe yeah uh while you're getting your ice americano and your your cake you're sharing with your with your two this friends is, this is the one that makes the guy take his fucking airpod out and go okay i'm into that like. <laughs> uh it works well uh which is definitely because yeah. like the funny thing it, it Korea, summer in South Korea right now, at least as far as the charts are concerned, it's all about fucking melodramatic ballads. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and this is not a lot of I'm, OSTs. Yeah, a lot uh, of OSTs. Somebody, so if you go on Spotify, you can find a, somebody has a playlist that they're curating of the Melon Top 100. Uh, <laughs> so you can keep track and have fun because uh, what I did. Uh, there was a lot more before, but when I did, I I kind of just started listening to the first couple of seconds of like all the tracks next by next, and ha- seeing how many were just immediately piano, like it's just like <laughs> or some kind of like like piano beginning, some kind of wistful piano or like melancholy piano, like and, and it yeah. was the top ten straight through <laughs> like top 10 and then 11 is chung was snapping and uh i think it's there somewhere and then like the, then there's a davichi track and then like and then it's like like back and forth but like top 10 was all just fucking melodramatic ballads uh but yeah this is definitely not one of them this is just kind of fun a fun chill r&b ballad track which is cool yeah 
uh, moving on from there is uh, is one you slid over to me because uh, I didn't really have much. Uh, but this one is by the boys from NCT or NCT Dream, one of the the um, subgroups, um, and it's called Boom. Um, this one is one of those those tracks where I like bits of it, yeah, and I don't like other bits of it, like. And I just is like, dang, you like just kind of missed the mark just a little bit. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it works well, so, like pretty solidly for the most part. Um, it, it like the 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 hook works well. Like I, if anything, mm-hmm. like I think the thing that kind of brings me back, keeps bringing back bit me back in is the hook. This is that I yeah. got that boom, boom, boom. That that that's really cool and it's there and it's like it keeps winning me over and then the other parts are like okay yeah, yeah. It's like it's, it's well, uh, see I'm I even gr- think like with the way the rest of the song sounds when you get to that hook and you like the boom 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 like I feel like that goes on a little too long yeah like I I <laughs> I, I don't want to count them but I feel like it should be like like seven or eight. And then you should hit like a little hard re-entry into the song. I feel like it just is like it feels like it's gonna take you somewhere, and then you just ha- kind of have this soft re-entry into the song. Like it just yeah. is like it it just kind of fades out, and then you're back into the song, and you're like, oh, I thought that was gonna go somewhere. Yeah. Also, it it is definitely weird uh, seeing these guys now looking a lot more <laughs> grown. When I remember seeing NCT Dream, and it has to have been just like a year ago that they had their last coming back, them looking like fetuses. Because <laughs> this was the fetus group. This is the, the little, you know, the kids. Uh, yeah. They're definitely looking more grown now, uh, which is which is uh, surprising, to say the least. Uh, I don't know if they're adults yet, but definitely more grown looking. <laughs> they got taller. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a solid track. Got taller and better fitting clothes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you can say that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple of songs. Just a couple of like uh, only uh, like you only have two like major songs, and then another one that I figure I, I should highlight because it was interesting. But uh, I, I'm gonna bring back a track that we never got around to because it came back like came out like uh over a month ago like a month and a half ago uh and i think it just kind of like get, kept getting kicked down the curb <laughs> like getting kicked, <laughs> like the can get keep get, get getting kicked on down because other stuff came out uh and just because we're you know so weird with our recording and stuff like that uh because we're both like so busy uh but twice uh you know just over a month ago had a japanese uh comeback uh, a new Japanese release, and this one is super solid, and in a way that I think even better than a lot of their Korean tracks. Um, it has a really cool, like, more mature vibe, even more than like, say, Fancy does, and it's it's starting to give me the oh, this is when girls. You know, this started to give me the the vibes of like when Girls Generation started to really kind of like become woman's generation people started like oh wait are they really girls generation anymore and you started to realize that they were grown now 
and I, I almost like it's funny because I, I think some of that may have been even with their Japanese releases as well. Uh, so the parallels are really fun. Uh, but it definitely gives me those vibes of like the kind of like that turning point when they, they started to get more mature. Uh, and it's, you know, Twice has had some of those moments where like the feel has differentiated a little bit and the look, but the sound has always been very bubblegum pop just consistently because mm-hmm. you know it's what they do you know you, why why what, if it ain't broke don't fix it uh but this is a little bit more of a like a turning point i think yeah. uh, I, I feel like um fancy had a little bit of that a, a little bit of this but i definitely feel like this is way more uh of kind of an adult like even even like we, we when we kind of talk about that sometimes you, you, you kind of have to see the visual with it. The visual yeah. is definitely this, their, their styling and their, their way they're dressed and like, uh, is a lot more like older than the kind of cutesy girl, very colorful, very short skirts, very like high school, college, uh, freshman style, like kind of thing. This is like, like more of an, adult female styles yeah and i you know and and i think i i i'd like to think that it's very apparent that i like i like grown women <laughs> i like even in my k-pop like if you look around at my posters like i have red velvet back there uh and they've kind of bounced off with different styles but like i have luna's free somebody right here if you can peek this which is definitely grown woman we got Girls' Generation's Mr. Mr. poster, if anything. EXID, who have been playful but are still grown women. Sistar is way up here somewhere. Uh, I love Mamamoo. Uh, you know, I've, I, I like the, the letting grown women be grown <laughs> like, and be able to express that. Uh, it, you know, I know that it's not always what sells to their say the audience that they're aiming for but it it does work like (laughs) it is successful and you can transition that in your career as a group hence girls generation are the prototype yeah but i mean that that's once again it's a pointed thing where we where we say that and people might take that the wrong way that's a very pointed statement at sm (laughs) (laughs) or or whoever like or JYP, I mean, like, or any label for that matter, where it's like, they can grow up. We'll still listen. <laughs> yeah, they can grow up. You know, I'll, like, I'll, I'll still listen. Like, yeah. Um, people will still dig, still dig them, uh, especially yeah. their fans. Uh, so give them a chance. Uh, that being said, yeah, this is a solid track, Breakthrough. Uh, go check it out. Uh, they have the full video, which is fun. I think we're seeing them more, especially with the K-pop Japanese, uh, K-pop's Japanese releases. Uh, speaking of Japanese release, I think my other one is another. It's so I guess it's kind of a, a accompanying one, but uh, Taman, uh, with his most recent uh, Japanese release, just released. I think for a couple of days ago, a few days ago, uh, his release of a uh, famous, uh, and it's very much very Taman. Tay Man, Tay Maximus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's very much uh, that style of this definitely belongs on a fucking runway like, or a, you know, a ballroom. Uh, and I'm not talking about Dancing with Stars. 
Uh, you know, it's definitely music made for posing. Um, it, it's just solid. It's just like that that solid attitude and sexuality that Tamen has like cornered uh, kind of like through how to solo career and it just so good. <laughs> it's so good. What, 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 what's your impression? What do you think? No, I, I fucking love Tamen, dude. Like, I, I, I don't listen to enough Tamen and, I, and every, every time I do, I am, I am just pulled in. I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, he just yeah. You know, he'll make you feel things. That's what I'm saying. He'll yeah. make you feel things. He, in you. you know what? I, I it literally just hit me sitting here looking at this video. Taman reminds me of like a modern style visual K artist. Yeah, like it, it, instead of being like super 80s, it's like super modern. Like I think like yeah. visual, even though visual K is very like 80s anime. <laughs> uh even now or goth but like i mean from from a i'll say this i'll qualify that from a very outside perspective just looking at photos on, <laughs> on j-pop asia i i if hey if you have don't don't be mean to me if uh, that's not completely accurate uh go ahead and let me know about visual k artists if you have visual k artists that don't fit that style and are different things or or hell even just throw me visual k artists that you think are awesome do that. Go ahead. Throw me it. I'd love to hear that, but just don't, just don't be too mean. Uh, I understand that, but I think just from that far off observation, it seems like that. But this is definitely like a more modern. I think what makes sense. It's still that modern Bishonen. <laughs> like, like yeah. uh, because he has like this very strong visual, right? And then sometimes it is very like gothy, right? Like even in here, there's all this like blood running down him in in certain scenes and stuff like that. And like there's this this constant thing of like the red thread or the broken glass and all this stuff. And then like just like he has this moodiness to the, to him, but he's very yeah. colorful at the same time and like yeah. very pretty to look at, like it's just so much visual stuff going on that that you have to pay attention to and it's just like yeah. i I, it, it, I don't know what it was but it automatically hit me i was like holy shit this is fucking modern visual k and Tamin yeah. has fucking bottled it yeah um yeah Tamin, go check it out his latest japanese release famous uh he is famous uh, and, and so a little bit of a smaller release. This just kind of popped up on our K-pop. Somebody put it up. It caught my attention. It didn't really get too much traction, but it's kind of a smaller release. It's just a, uh, just a young independent artist. I think uh, from, you know, kind of like putting out her own music. Uh, I'm, I don't know what label she is on, if at all. Uh, but this is Chun Miji. Uh, and. You know, not a huge amount of views from a, a video, but it's uh, her song, I Want to Be Your Mother. And it is definitely a different style. So this is a, like very much like indie rock style. Uh, it's kind of like very moody, very, I think, I want to say like this is, I want to say like when whole... We're doing this is doll parts, <laughs> holes doll parts, kind of like where it's like not the rock out, but it's like that, like that slower, 
uh, you know, girl fronted grunge style a little bit on uh, 90s in a sense. Uh, the lyrics are fascinating. The video is very simple, but still cool looking. Um, yeah, this is a really cool song. And I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on her as like an artist of like, she's definitely like has a very different, very, very cool approach to music. And, and it, I think it works well. Um, what, what, what did you think Kaz? What was your impression? Uh, it's like super chill. Um, it's definitely like interesting. It's very artsy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know. I, I I enjoyed the music, and then I kind of enjoyed some of the visual of it too. But it's like definitely artsy and interesting. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. It, it's a cool song, and I'm I'm I have the little. I think it's a yeah. I have the album like saved uh, in Spotify, so I'm gonna be checking that out. Uh, you know, when time permits. Uh, but it's a definitely a cool song. It's worth checking out. It's. It's like the the more indie side uh, of Korea, which is like I've said, I'm always gonna find the opportunities to showcase that stuff. So go check it out, Chun Miji. Um, is very very cool artist. Uh that brings us to the end of our what's new, what's got attention. So we're gonna transition over to our headlines. Uh so join us on the flip side. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and variations thereupon. Welcome to the headline segment here on Hallyujuku, where we talk about some topical topics, things going on in the world of East Asian pop culture. Um, we got some, we got some interesting stories to discuss. Uh, probably the reason why I kind of pulled us into recording as quickly. Uh. Just because this is, I think I mean, we'll start off with pretty a pretty interesting big story, uh, and kind of cool, and to kind of like to look at this because uh, it's I don't think we've ever really had big mergers in K-pop before, uh, or big. Well, we've had acquisitions. I mean, like I would say no, that's not not true. We've had acquisi- big acquisitions like a uh, big hit. I mean, uh, uh, SM kind of acquiring like mystic and uh, mystic 89 and and woolen and things like that but this is this is a fascinating one because it's been it's two labels that definitely weren't one of the big three uh and one of them kind of taking it taking the opportunity of suddenly becoming the big label and kind of like working with a what was always a sibling agency uh just because there was a, always a mm-hmm. friendship um, so big hit, uh, acquiring merging with Source Music. Big hit, of course, being the label uh, behind BTS. Uh, Source Music being the label behind G Friend Yojo Chingu, uh, and a couple other artists. And it is it's a cool merger, especially uh, it, it's, the two CEOs are friends. Uh, there's a great video on Twitter of them goofing around with basically just the CEO of, of the source music, uh, 
wielding a, a lightsaber, whacking uh, the CEO of Big Hit in the head while he wears an Iron Man mask. It's just just dudes in a corner getting having some drinks and having fun. Uh, so they are definitely friends, and it is yeah. it is it's a it's a cool like acquisition and it's it's going to be interesting what this means for the two labels uh because they're, they're still going to be like you know independently run but it's going to be interesting what this means as far as like how like w- what's going to be the steps and what's going to what they t- share with each other as far as approach and and uh and so for me looking into this right it is uh it it is to further the the i think exodia that big hit is trying to build in in producing a their own girl group yeah um i think i think this is a um what's the analogy i'm looking for like all all ships rise like under one banner kind of thing yeah right so uh, this now gives source maybe a little bit more more resource in the resources that Big Hit has already acquired to to further push BTS into the stratosphere that now source can use to help push G Friend or some of their other idols or things like that because we also talked about how Big Hit got um, uh, SM's former. Um, creative director uh which is also linked uh on the side here in in shumpi if you want to kind of follow along with the the exodia thing that i'm trying to talk about um (laughs) so they acquired that person who who we kind of we, we we kind of dissected is most likely going to be their head creative for helping design a girl group that can uh, do very similar things to BTS. Um, and then now you're going to take in the resources of source in, in having probably a list of trainees, a, li- a list of uh, uh, female trainees that had either already in their system or that they were looking to bring into their system to, or just, you know, or the resources they have that they use to put G friend together. So now you have two resources, two parts of your Exodia that can do that, right? You have, you have your talent acquisition in source and you have your talent management in the uh, former creative director from SM. So now it, it goes into, uh, finding more resources to find those idols to be able to do that with, right? Maybe now you can even do solo idols. Maybe now you mm-hmm. you can... It, it allows you to not hinder yourself, right? Because there's probably a lot of big hit um, because it started out as a smaller label. A lot of big hits resources are probably mostly still spent on BTS, right? And rather than than what um, most American game developers do and split your team into smaller teams to try to fulfill even bigger propositions. They acquired somebody who can help them do that without hindering their, their already exponential growth that they have. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, it's, 
it's gonna be it's gonna be cool because yeah, like I said, they have they have a different set of resources. Uh, it's also really cool because um, if you kind of like go back and uh, realize the history between these two uh, labels is the fact that they they had collaborated before. They had uh, a group I have wasn't familiar with, but if you kind of look up um, their their especially on the Wikipedia, they collaborated with the code group eight eight. They also collaborate. They also worked together to debut Glam, uh, which was a big hits girl group before <laughs> BTS. Uh, and then that, well, that didn't go so well, uh, at the end, uh, uh, you know, you can look up the history of that, but they've kind of haven't really been working together since then. Uh, but they, you know, they still, were still friends. Again, the CEOs were still friends. They were still like, you know, there, there, there was a lot of people are pointing to the fact that, uh, you know, BTS and uh, BTS and G Friend did co- like uh, collaborate already with the with their that advertisement for school uniforms. I think it was. So it was like a uh, an advertisement. So it's like this like nice song that they did for like a school uniform. I think it was a school uniform commercial. Uh, but they were kind of like looking to now they're like, oh, we're gonna get the 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 2019 version of a. Uh, I was like the the like I forget the song, but it was it was uh it was it was that we're gonna get the 2019 version of that, uh, which is which is fun to 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 kind of like think about, but uh, it, yeah, it it it's gonna be exciting to see. Uh, it's gonna be exciting. Yeah, no, exciting. I think it's definitely. I think it's definitely going to be exciting. I think I think the thing is is if they pull <laughs> if they if they top deck these I got to stick with my card thing. If they top deck these cards in the right order, yeah. Um by 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 doing these these foundation moves to then put a girl group together that oh. could possibly rival BTS. Um I think that is an interesting play. Um, and I think that would give them so much dominance on the market with everything that they've already learned from BTS and things that they've learned from their past. Like you said, with, with working with glam. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Oh, it was a family song. I think for Wednesday family, which uh, I'm going to look at. Um, while you're oh, looking yeah. that up, so it, it's, I think it's going to be, I, I, I'm not sure what much more they need in acquisition wise, because like I said, and, and like a lot of the reports say it's source has a lot of female trainees, um, and they have a lot of experience in what they've done with G friend and G friend is really done pretty well. Um, but, but I think the metric is going to be creating a girl group that can do BTS style numbers, right? Um, that, that is going to be the metric. I I think that's hard. I I don't, I don't know if you can always recreate those kind of, those kind of flash in the pan kind of things. Um, but I think it, it does make it get, 
make it exciting knowing the kind of freedom that that big hit has given to BTS. And I think if you put the right set of girls together um, and, and they're actually interested in, in making music and being idols um, and it's not just a stepping stone to another form of their career, whether it's acting or being a solo artist. um, I think that could definitely be something interesting that, that could have longevity uh, yeah. because I, I think that's something that me and you have both talked about, right? We've both been in, into different girl groups that seemed like they could have a lot of longevity and then either because of the label or because of the personalities just have not worked out yeah. in, in that favor. Um, yeah. and, and even certain boy groups have not necessarily worked out in that favor. I think one of the longest standing in, in completion for, for, a majority but i'm not sure of the future of is yeah. um uh fucking big bang right like big bang has kind of been one of the longest in in our enjoyment of of k-pop that has existed but now there's so much of a there's so much of a dark shadow around their label and yeah. even around some of their members that like i don't i don't know if we are gonna ever get any more <laughs> Big Bang stuff, right? Like, I, um, I, I'm honestly leaning on giving up on that. <laughs> like, it's just yeah. like it gets, you know, uh, once canceled, uh, there's issues with another member. Um, there's one member is probably probably would want to quit the industry, uh, <laughs> and the and at that at this point the g dragon would probably just go want to go solo once he gets out of the military so like yeah yeah so i i I, I will say uh probably probably could write that off but uh well i will say so before we we get into the yg thing i will will want to drop one thing on this uh story my one of my favorite reddit comments uh though they got the i think they got the team wrong that would have made sense for the joke but i want to I'm gonna look it up, but uh, uh, they probably could have picked a different team. But I would say I liked the joke in one of the uh, comments of the of this article or this news, uh, which was uh, so, uh, somehow the Clippers are gonna get a draft pick out of this. Uh, <laughs> which I would say the, the joke would have landed better if he said OKC because they were the ones getting all the draft picks. But <laughs> still, I liked the joke. Uh, no, the Clippers did get a lot of draft picks. Actually. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, got but, but yeah, I like uh, that. I was like, I was like when things come first, but yeah. Yeah. But no, no, no. Like, like for me, this was mostly just like to make that analogy of like something we would have wanted to last forever. Didn't because not, not necessarily because of, of, you know, because of whatever circumstances here, BTS actually seems like it could last for another three or four years before people just decide to maybe retire or, or move on to other things of their own accord. Um, and I, I appreciate that. Right. And I would love to have a girl group that I could, I could watch grow. No, we'll do music maybe initially that I won't super be into, but as they kind of fall into their routine and, and, decide to like start writing their own music if they're that talented or or work with with good people like i'm i'm so for that man i'm so for that yeah 
Um, collect their Boy Scouts of Exodia. Uh, but yeah, moving on to a label maybe not doing so well. <laughs> Speaking of YG, uh, YG Entertainment reportedly delays Treasure 13's debut after YG Young PD's exit. Uh, this is on Asian Junkie. YG Entertainment upcoming Broy group Treasure 13 was supposed to have debuted between May and July of this year, but that obviously isn't happening at this point. It's the last day of July as we're recording, or actually just turned into August. Uh, that obviously isn't happening at this point. A recent report says YG was forced to delay their debut due to YG, due to YG himself's exit from the company after his alleged involvement in prostitution and tax evasion scandals. Um, you know, on July 24th, an inside source of YG Entertainment shared, quote, main producer Young Hyun Suk, who had control over Treasure 13's debut project, recently stepped down due to suspicions of prostitution and mediation, leading to an unintentional setback uh, for Treasure 13. Internally, Treasure 13's debut project has basically been posed to, postponed indefinitely. Uh, YG themselves gave no comment, though it doesn't take a brain genius to read the writing on the wall. YG Entertainment commented, quote, we have nothing to say on the matter, end quote. Uh, given that it's a YG group, it was likely to be delayed anyways. Like the, the, the article. If we're being honest, however, now it feels like their future could be in doubt. Uh, YG's current financial situation likely requires them to focus on established talents that are more of a sure thing for a return in the near future, at least until things can get sorted out a bit financially. Um, yeah, not, not surprising, uh, but I, I imagine it's definitely disheartening if you're one of those young men uh, that was excited to be debuting soon, uh, even naively so, despite the fact that you're in YG. Uh, what what's what's your impression? I mean, I mean it, it is it's just the it's the house of cards falling down, like. It's it I like I I I don't know. It's I I know you have your feelings about it, but like for me, it it only is bad because like I I separate separate YG from a lot of what that label was, but that label did have a lot of really good talent. Yeah. So I I always hate to kind of demonize that label as a whole. Um, I, and, and we make a lot of jokes about it, but like, this is a really, really like just bad situation of, of something good being run by, by greedy people. Right. Which we deal with a lot in America, but like, like, I, I don't, I don't, there have been things like this in the, in the K-pop industry, but a lot of it has been spread out. So for a lot of it to, to hit one label like this is going to make a lot of people who are going to end up going back out into the industry. And we already know how like rough this industry is. And, and for, for these, for these kids, like you said, who are going to debut in this group, they're going to have a cloud over them if they go anywhere else. Right. Because they're going to be attached to this. There there's yeah. their, their names are already known to be attached to YG. Like fans are very deep in that stuff. And, and we already know the, a lot of the fan reaction to, to a lot of the, the YG label stuff. They're, they're not happy about it as yeah. they shouldn't be, but it's, it's going to get carried over into them trying to get back at people 
that they shouldn't. And that's yeah. going to be the hard part. Um, yeah, it, it's a, it's a bummer. Um, it's a bummer because I think the big thing that is the, uh, big negative is how it affects these artists, these performers, these people that we've been yeah. a fan of, um, on top of also perform uh, the people behind the scenes, the just regular working staff members and people that also rely on these groups or, to, or producers uh, like like fucking or, Teddy or anyone else, like yeah, um, like, who are because of like the decisions of some, uh, which is and you know the decisions of many people, but uh it reaches far than just a couple of people in their label but they, they they're gonna feel the consequences of of these of young you know young hand sucks and Sungri and all these people's decisions that is gonna affect their ability to debut <laughs> like like mm-hmm. they they've been working this hard for years they went through the their hype tv sh- their their hype up tv show uh they've been training for you know, for so long and you know they were they're finally gonna debut with a big label you know as much as there was issues with label even before these scandals it's still you know you still have the backing of a big label that you're finally your career is going to get going like you were going to be you know then the it was going to be coming from the label of winner and icon and, and big bang and um and now this is going to be you know <laughs> you're going to have it, it, it could not happen or it's going to take a lot longer to happen. Uh, it's you're back to, you're back to the uncertainty when you, you, mm-hmm. you at least had that semi solid, like finish line that were not a finish line, but that semi starting finally getting onto the starting block. <laughs> like, like you had this time where you know that this is okay. Finally, I get to be on the starting block and get to race. You, yeah. you know what weirdly before before we move on to the next story and 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 i i, I kind of have a picture of the paint with that with that next story that connects like a lot of this but this weirdly now for me starts to paint a more complete picture as to why tableau couldn't work there yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what i mean it's just the, the you realize it's that dudes that are macho and toxic, like like that environment just wasn't right for him and why they barely even did anything there. Yeah, if you can understand that. Like, not that, you know, I, chances are he will never say anything, uh, you know, bad because you don't want to burn those bridges because even if, you know, even you, if... You young, just don't need the be that that person you know what i mean yeah, you like you've already distanced yourself from the situation you, you just keep moving forward yeah you just move on you know like you know you leave that negativity behind uh but yeah it, it definitely could see that um especially like so uh, as we move to forward to this uh, this other situation which is uh building owned by big bangs day sun reportedly contains uh illegal adult entertainment businesses rep says Daesung didn't know. Sure. Uh, in the latest mess for Big Bang and so, YG. No, no, no. 
this is how I would probably I would probably paint this, right? Is I bet you there's a lot of shit that are in a lot of people's names, right? That YG knows or or other people know what those things are being used for, but those people were just told that those were assets that they could have and use. Yeah. Like I, I I'm not saying based on didn't know, but I bet you there's a lot of shit like that. Yeah, and I forgot to, but, but that's been the back and forth of it, uh, of people, you know, people from the the businesses uh, standpoint. You can check out the articles. I forgot to include the, the yeah. other article in the notes of uh, the lawyer of a lawyer, I think, involved in the case, a lawyer that came forward uh, to kind of specifically point out how uh, Daesung uh, was made privy to a lot of these things. Uh, and made people sign, uh, you know, kind of like was warned about potential consequences and went ahead with the purchase anyway. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure it's in the show notes, but uh, and kind of like makes a refusal, re- rebuttal to, to the claims that he didn't do anything. Um, like it's, you know, and there's also kind of tax evasion issues, but you can definitely see mm-hmm. how they could have not known, but that's still it's still a thing under his name and the the, the it comes down to either complicity or I- I- ignorance and I'm, neither one of them is I'm sure there's book. a little bit of both yeah no I, i'm 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 positively sure there's a little bit of both right like you 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 have this thing and your friends are like yo uh yo i could i could double that money up for this and you look into you like like nobody's not going to look into it a little bit but as i say at, at some point you probably look the other way for your friend and you're like all right you're like whatever it's you and i'm, I'm oh oh I, I i just have this sense that like that's exactly what happened is they were just like just look the other way yeah and it's still not, you know, they, they kind of like set things up. I could definitely believe that the things were set up for plausible deniability or, you know, you're like, you know, well, mm-hmm. don't, you know, don't be doing those bad things while I own the building. Don't. Here, sign this paper saying you're not going to do bad things. Here. Okay. No bad things. Just make sure you get the rent money in. Just, just no bad things. All right. Give me that rent check. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay? But no bad things. Don't be doing those naughty things. Alright? Yeah. Bye. <laughs> and then they yeah. never saw him again. <laughs> they just sent him checks. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, like I said, it's, just, it's a house of cards that is falling in on itself. And it's just going to only... Just kind of continue to go downhill. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Speaking of uh, police investigating things that are incredibly important and uh, pertinent to to uh, culture, uh, police investigate uh, produce uh, X one hundred one results because it's not like there's anything more pressing going on. Um. So this has been like there's multiple articles about this, but I think this some this just short agent junkie article sums it up honestly as much as it needs to be uh but there's been 
a lot of hubbub about get this a reality show fixing things and the results do you have this i don't know i don't want to blow your mind but maybe a reality show I, could have been doing things that weren't completely legitimate quote unquote whatever that word means <laughs> like um so i i think you say that but i think i think more of the problem is is a lot of this stuff has produced a lot of like real drama in korea and i think it's it's overreaction to to something rather than a like i i i know the asian junkie article is being kind of like a little bit of satire but like i think the dip deeper reach here is like there's kind of a microscope on the k-pop industry in korea right now like by officials and it's probably something that's being used in a political sense for gain, where it's like, oh, we're not going to let these people get away with these things anymore. So now you say like, oh, there, was there something something weird there? We we have police on it. Like, it, yeah. it's it's probably just political grandstanding at, at yeah. best. Yeah, and and it's it's funny, and I think more, and uh, you can definitely see that, and I definitely agree it, 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 on that part. I uh, definitely, I think my reaction to this is a uh, uh, immediate. Uh, honestly, it, uh, as a longtime wrestling fan, my reaction to them saying, "Oh, Produce One One was rigged," and uh, my reaction was, "Duh, of course it was." <laughs> it's like if you yeah. if you're forming a group, you need to form a group that's gonna be that's gonna work actually as a group you're gonna fudge things a little bit you're gonna work things to work a narrative it's reality television but (laughs) even in the even in the like wrestling analogy right like when when steroids started to become this really ugly thing and you needed a very public thing to attack it with for for political gain a lot of a lot of politics attacked wrestling yeah, you know what I mean, like, like, yeah, like um, that. That was that thing in that time. So it's it's you you just you need something to point at that everybody else is already looking at that you could be yeah. like, I'm gonna stop that evil, and it's like, yeah. what? Well, I think <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely. Well, I think that aspect, yeah, we definitely agree on. I think uh, that aspect. I think I've been uh, even just watching that. It's it's funny to kind of like look at that in that aspect. Uh um it's just it is the thing to do like especially yeah you know like how people are suddenly politicians who don't know anything about video games constantly asking questions about these loot boxes (laughs) things Uh, and then ea but but to be fair ea is still fucking up they, yeah. they, it's like no, EA is still it. fucking up, still not coming. You could, you had, you could slam. You had that was a slam dunk, and you had to come with surprise mechanics. Yeah. Your bitch ass. It, uh, it's, it's it's like it's like having a party at a friend's house, and you know their parents are there, and there's one kid who's still like, "You guys want to smoke cigarettes?" Like. No, they're like they're right there, dude. Like his parents mom, are right there. <laughs> like 
Your mom is p- p- serving us punch right now. <laughs> I just want to smoke the cigarettes. Um, yeah, it, 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 I think like that aspect is definitely like you can definitely understand where it came from. It's funny, but like uh, to just observe, but you definitely understand where it comes from. It's just it has the thing that happens yeah. uh, from a politician standpoint. I just marvel at just the fact that this is even a controversy in the first place among the people and among the fans like like and a lot of i think from what i'm reading is just that the the numbers and the results were just punched up a little bit uh mm-hmm. more than anything just to make them look a little bit more like full uh at least from a numbers standpoint that it didn't really affect a lot of the results uh at least what they're claiming uh but i mean like of course it's rigged of course these like it's 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 all everything is work like <laughs> everything is a work uh and that's okay because it's just that it's to entertain <laughs> it exists to entertain uh i definitely I, I will say i definitely understand like there is some concern of uh, somebody brought up the idea that they did a lot of the voting was done through microtransactions so there's that point of view that i can definitely understand kind of having a concern about uh Honestly, I just I come through, I come to any reality TV show, uh, just with the understanding that it's it's rigged. <laughs> like, there's like the analogy of like the unpretty rap star when Trudy won. I when I was mad that they rigged it for Trudy, I wasn't mad that they rigged uh, that unpretty rap star. I didn't wasn't mad that they un- rigged unpretty rap star. I was mad that they rigged it for Trudy. <laughs> I would, which is the key thing. I wasn't mad that it was worked. I was just mad at the booking. It's just, uh, you can be mad at booking decisions. That's okay, but just understand that you know to get all caught up with the idea that these things have to be legitimate. Like, who cares? It's reality TV. Um, but yeah, I think that's all there's to say about that. <laughs> um, that brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of Halajuku. Kaz. Well, what's what's going on in your world? What, what what do you got going on? Uh, preparing for the football season. Uh, trying trying to wait till October so I can pay to pay attention to baseball. Uh, but you'll hear all of that on a little podcast I like to call Sports Odds and Ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's been it's been a cool trading deadline, I think, from what I can observe. Uh, so I know the. Even the Marlins participated. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you how, but it's just... that being said, go check out Sports Odds and Ends uh, at sportsoddsandends.com. Uh, also, get check out DKG Welp uh, at dkgtv.com slash well slash Welp slash podcasts, something like that. dkgtv.com. Mm. Go there. That's one of the things I will I will soon work on slowly but surely. I'm rebuilding this this brand. <laughs> yes, whether whether Curly participates or not, just take him dragging uh, mm-hmm. to help him. Uh, but yeah, he's at King Kaz. I'm at PD Rave. The show's at Hallyjuku. Um, well, didn't they tell you? Don't you know? podcast.com is another way to get there. Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Rebelli TV on YouTube. Uh, you can find us where you find podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Us. 
Bruno Sarah. Pocket Cast, all the other places. Like, share, subscribe. Do all the things that people tell them to call actions. All of them. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Fight G! Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>